We're talking sports. Hey. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> there it is. That's the live studio audience here in the Feldspar Studios. Thank you, Robert. Uh, yes. For once again sitting in the corner and being quiet. Oh, uh, as always. Yeah. Hey, I'm Matt Penry. I'm Andy Reid. And this is Fumbling Around. We did this out of order. We did it out we of order. We did it out of order. Oh, oh man. It does not I matter. Because. Off to a bad foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off to a bad foot. <laughs> off to a bad foot. Uh, but we have a special guest, uh-huh. a fellow improviser to introduce one the only Graham Leslie. How's it hey, going, Graham? Graham? Going great. Fan of the show. Awesome. Yes, as you know, uh, we we have read Graham's emails. We have mentioned Graham, and now he is in the studio with us. It's a dream come podcast. true. Yeah, this must be really uh, hey, important for you to do. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I will say also thank you. I was uh, in the green room earlier, and I enjoyed those Arby's roast beef sandwiches. So that's, yeah. Oh yeah, we dropped those off. Way yeah. to lay out the red carpet for the guests. Oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. in my rider. Yeah, <laughs> Matt always has to have Arby's yeah. ready to I go to when I come over. I have to have seven: one for the guest, six for me. Yeah, and Matt gets curly fries. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Um, yeah, hey, we've got a lot to talk about. I would like to really most importantly what earlier today I found a beard hair that was like a foot long. <laughs> I just want to talk about this for In a second. Your own beard and under my chin. I was like, I was like scratching and I like, I felt one, uh, a beard hair and I followed it down and it went to like the middle of my chest. <laughs> Gross. Wow. And I was pretty impressed. What'd you do with it? I took it off. Did I should have kept going. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you pluck it or did you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I was really happy with myself. Yeah. Have you ever had, have you ever had found a really, really long hair and you're like uh, gooch? <laughs> In my gooch? Yeah. Uh, probably. I've had that before where like, I scratch and I, I pull up and there's like a foot long hair that came up. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, anyways. This is off to a great start. Um, yeah, Graham. Hey, off this is what you get. Foot. You get what you pay for, Graham. Um, hey, real quick. Let's just get this out of the way. America's favorite segment right off the bat. Okay? Because last mm. time we almost forgot and I don't want to talk about it. No. But... If uh, this is uh, Detroit Red Wings playoff watch 2017 mm-hmm. 18 version, um, Andy, can I get a drum roll? The Red Wings are currently 19 and 21 and 8. There it is. No, no way. Unfortunate. That's not good. No, it is not. Clear house. <laughs> Start from the bottom. Start from. Just get rid of everybody. Fire Bowman. Yeah. Or get him back. Either way, get Sergey Fedorov back, Lariana, yeah. all of them. Actually, that is one thing that tell Iserman to shove it. Yeah, actually, bring him back. Make hey, him bring him back. He's doing a bang up job in yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah, actually, uh, I went to the game against Tampa Bay when they were here a couple weeks ago, and they showed Iserman up on the big screen. Of course, everybody's like clapping and stuff. Obviously, yeah, He's legend. But yes. then you know you get a little sad because his team just mopped the floor with us. So. Yeah, they're very good. I believe I have the standings. I could just check. I, I think they're in first place. Wow. In the, in their division um, or have all in their it. conference. I thought they were just so much bigger and faster than everybody on our team. Besides maybe Dylan Larkin. Right. That's about 
it right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, they have, Red Wings have some good forwards. Uh, Tampa Bay is currently first in the whole conference. Wow. They're very good. Um, well, good for Eisenman. Yes. I'm proud for him. That does remind me, I just recently reread Chris Draper's uh, article that he penned on the Players' Tribune a few years back for um, maybe just last year, the 20th anniversary of the turtling. And um, then I started watching uh, the Claude Lemieux fight just because. Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah, just every once in a while I do. But one thing I never picked up on is that after, because Mickey Redmond missed it. That fight is your bait material, is yeah. it not? <laughs> Mickey Redmond, he missed the fight because he was coming out of the booth, going to do an interview on the ice, like in between periods or something Uh-oh. like that. So he missed most of it. And then, but when he finally comes on camera, he goes, uh, he's like kind of laughing and he's just like, you know, I'm on the way to the booth. I hear the crowd cheering. So I run out there and I realize I missed the biggest Hey Rube of the year. Hey Rube. <laughs> yeah. I bet he was so pissed. He missed that. Yes. It's still to this day. Like every time I watch that video, I remember that he did. And it has to be like, it has to suck knowing that you were there and you like, like there's probably 20 people in the crowd too, who went and took a piss and <laughs> they missed it, but yeah. they probably say they were there. They're like, Oh yeah. I saw oh, yeah, that. I was totally my ticket. There. I was there. Um, I was there. Or let, I think about that sometimes like the, uh, the Michigan, Michigan state game that I was at that, uh, the three overtime game where Michigan came back 17 down in like the last six minutes and how many people filed out of that, stadium were you there did you I, I, yeah i stayed. can't imagine you stayed or left uh, yeah we stayed but uh just the people who were driving home were like wait what yeah <laughs> what happened and then yeah having to lie your whole life yeah <laughs> yeah of course i was there uh, why would i have left yes. here's my ticket stuff <laughs> yeah i left a, it was a pistons regular season game um rasheed wallace hit like a half court shot uh with like fractions of a second left to send it into overtime and i can't remember if they won the game or not but my buddy and i like the pistons i forget what happened something crazy happened at the end of the game and it was just like oh this game's over so we just left no (laughs) um we just left and we got on we took the shuttle from hoops uh and we're on the bus and everybody's just like kind of drunk or whatever and partying on the bus and then i think the radio was on in the shot, like they hit the shot or somebody actually, I think they just heard it on their phone or saw it on their phone. They're mm-hmm. like, uh, the Pistons just tied up the game and everybody just got quiet on the bus. <laughs> and then once we got back to the bar, we all had to go in and watch overtime <laughs> inside of this fucking bar instead of at the game. I've left. I think I could count the number of sporting events that I've left early. Uh, there was one, I think 2008 Northwestern football game where, uh, no, it was 2007 because it was the it was the or wait 2006 the mm. like undefeated 11 the year where they started 11 and 0 and it was like downpour sleeting snowing craziness and we were just like I can't handle this anymore and then hoax last year when there was a weather delay for the Utah game and they they ended up playing again like uh, two hours afterwards. oh yeah wasn't that uh, was that lightning problems is that why they yeah. i don't remember yeah and we left that game because it was miserable yeah, it was hours right oh. yeah hours hours graham have you ever left a game early that you regret or just left a game you early? know i can't remember leaving anything that i regret 
uh, my brother growing up, he wouldn't want to leave any game. So, I mean, the Tigers could be getting drilled like 13 to three in the seventh inning. And my dad be like, Hey, you want to go get a head start, you know, on traffic or whatever? And my brother be like, no, <laughs> we, have, you, no we have to stay. So <laughs> you don't understand what could happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I it's tell- one, two, three strikes. You're out, dad. What don't you get about that? <laughs> I definitely tend to stay. Stay. Especially after that Rashid Wallace thing, I was just like, oh, yeah. "What is the point?" I yeah. paid forty bucks. Or I've never much. It's never. I've never. It's never bitten me. Yeah, I, f- I feel like too college sports. It, it would happen more often. There's more chance of like, hey, like yeah. some basketball player is going to hit a shot. I, I don't know. Like I think feel like there's more of a. You know, yeah. chance that something crazy might happen. Plus, the end of the game, it's more more of a like a party atmosphere. Anyway, it's just like just stay. Where are you gonna go? Party. Yeah. Beat Woo. the crowd. Yeah, everybody always you know leaves. You know, yeah, yeah. You're just gonna uh, sit in traffic. If you also stay way too long, you can beat the crowd. Yeah, opposite. <laughs> it's true. You know, beating the crowd at the palace was uh, impossible. Yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, just like I've never. No, that's not true. Never mind. I was oh, gonna say okay. I'd never. Uh, been to a Pistons game not professionally, but I have. So never mind. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, cool story. Speaking. I've never been to a Red Wings game not professionally. Really? Yeah. You should. Yeah. I feel, yeah. Speaking of the Detroit Pistons, I know that so many people are tuning in right now and they want to hear our take on this trade. Blake yeah. Bortles on the team. Nope. His what? name is Blake, Blake Bort- Griffin. Griffin door. Uh, Blake griffin now right off the bat this is exciting for us because dude is an improviser and a stand-up comedian right we should start a twitter campaign right now yeah Um, we need to get him we need to get him i guarantee you if he plays here for his contract is the end of this year and four more years if he plays the duration of this contract he will perform comedy at go or the ant or both where did people where did this come from? Where did what come from? That he does this. It's just known. It's just known. He well, he actually was, performed. Yeah, he was living in Los Angeles. Doesn't oh, yeah. everybody that lived there He was on. He was on yes. Broad City. He was in a movie. Okay, being in a movie. He's performed at LeBron's UCB. LeBron's been in a movie. He's done stand-up. Like, it's... Has he's he really? done... He's had a stand-up special. Has he taken, like, improv classes? I don't know if he's taking classes. I'm, nobody's making this up. This is just a fact. You okay. can Google it. I refuse you don't to. don't believe it, you could just Google it, Andy. Yeah, but, like, being in a movie is different, you know? He's like a celebrity. That's fine. Sure. Like LeBron was in that movie. I wouldn't expect him to come to Planet Ant if he got traded to the Pistons. Um, he he really loves comedy okay. though. It's a very it's just straight up fact. What if Blake Griffin had a Netflix special out right now and we didn't know about it? Dude, see Andy Griflex. won't because he won't look it up. I won't look but it anyways, up. But anyways, I guess I would be surprised if he plays out those five years that he doesn't come there and perform or at least watch something. He better. He better. Hash, but, hashtag get Blake to go. Yes. Email 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 <laughs> the other email theater. Email <laughs> the other email address. Oh, yeah. Just fumbling around. Fumbling and, around. And uh, Say, tell them to get please get Blake to come. Do you know Blake Griffin? Uh, <laughs> but no. Seriously. Hashtag Blake to the ant. There we go. Yes. Either one. Blake to diff. Yeah. Blake to improv. Blake to diff. I like that. Yeah. Blake, um, come to Diff. He could play with the All Stars. Yeah. The Diff All Stars. The Ringer on the Ringer podcast, and in, in an article in the Ringer and in, on a podcast about the trade, they already threw shade at the Detroit comedy scene. Who did? I don't know. I don't like anybody. Some at the Ringer. jerk on the I Ringer. Just listen to it. Threw shade. I think Bill Simmons. But yeah, what does he know about Detroit? Nobody First knows off, anything about Detroit. You know what? Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying it right now. Bill Simmons. 
Fuck off. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. You're well, not that funny. It's our new segment. Oh, I off. wrote for Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. Whatever. I'm the everyman. Uh, I'm a Bill Simmons. I know what people want in Yeah, Steve Kerr was taking pot shots at Detroit as well when Golden State was here. I don't know if yeah. you heard about that. Well, that was because of the hotel situation, right? Yeah, they were only staying at the MGM <laughs> Grand, yeah. Grand, like the best hotel in Detroit. <laughs> but I think his deal was that uh, he was worried about gambling, yeah. right? Like the the... Casinos open all night, and he was he. I think he felt like there might be a little too much partying going on. Which that's great gamesmanship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that was me, I would put the other team up for in sure. the casino hotel. Oh, they, why sure. not? They uh, that's great. I know the Pacers when they played, they stayed. Oh man, now I don't remember it. They stayed at a hotel that's on Washington, and there's a Starbucks underneath it. It's one of the very fancy ones because I saw uh, one of the coaches. I was getting a Starbucks in the morning, getting a Starbucks. I was getting a coffee at Starbucks. Mm. And Must be nice. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Must be nice. Did. But this guy's sitting up in his That's how the other half lives, Andy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, but back to <laughs> this. Blake Griffin plays for the Pistons now. Yeah. And... Blake Griffin plays for the Pistons. Yeah, and he's a legit star. He's had some injury problems. He's not like at peak Blake Griffin anymore, but he's top twenty player in the league. That much tall people on your team? Like how is how are how do you need that much tall people? Yo, him and (laughs) Drummond together. Uh, Blake Griffin's like six 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 eight, or probably six eight. I think he's six ten. I believe is he? Yeah, he's that big. He's a center, right? Is he not a center? Yeah, he he is. Yeah, he might play. I feel like he's. Also, I feel like he's like a Charles. And he's listed at 6'10". Maybe he is that tall. I always thought he was more like a Charles Barkley listed at 6'8". And everybody's like, Charles Barkley is 6'3". He's 6'8", 400 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's huge. And yeah. the national people, everybody's pretty much saying that the Clippers made a good move and whatever. But... Um, and it's probably true. This is probably in the fifth year of Blake Griffin's contract. He's gonna make like thirty six or thirty eight million dollars. Yeah. Uh, and it'll probably be like, wow, we shouldn't have done this. But here's a weird thing. Now math is running all gems everywhere, and it's just this sense of like, well, we can't win the championship in L.A. And so like, so let's just blow it up. Three years ago or last season, they had Paul, uh, Chris Paul, and Blake Griffin, two top twenty players. They got rid of both of them. DeAndre Jordan is their third best player. They're saying they're going to trade him probably this year. And it's just like. So are they going Sixers route right now? It looks like. And it's like, I don't like the Pistons aren't going to win a championship in the next five years. Golden State's sitting there. um, Blow it up. Boston. Or. Disrupt. Or get Blake Griffin and maybe it'll be fun. Maybe we'll win a couple of playoff series. Like, I don't know. I'm all about disruption. All right. Silicon Valley is going to change the world. Balmer. <laughs> Disrupt. That's who owns, Disrupt. Uh, Disrupt. Who? Balmer. Who's Steve that? Balmer. He's the uh, Microsoft guy, isn't he? I don't who remember exactly cares? what he does. I just like making fun of that whole thing, like the Uber guy. Oh, dude. you know what the first thing I that comes live up? live at the jam pad. <laughs> if you Google Clipper owner, the first... <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, Clipper owner, it tries to fill in Clipper owner racist. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Second one, Clipper owner girlfriend. (laughs) 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 That is something. Who is out there Googling that? Because if you type in a celebrity, that's always like the second or third thing. Well, also, I just have to add. Who needs, like, I don't need to know what 
Guy Fieri's yeah. girlfriend looks no. like. I just want to make fun of his. It, Steve Ballmer is not the racist, by the way. No. That was uh, the last Clipper owner who got who the league they got made kicked him sell out. the team. Yeah, yeah, which was, was a pretty big deal. He was telling his girlfriend, like his super young girlfriend, right? Like, I don't want you bringing your black friends to the games. That yeah. was that guy. Yeah, uh, Steve Ballmer is the current coach, our uh, owner, not a racist, and he was the chief executive officer of Microsoft. <laughs> From January 2000 wow. to February 2014. We need to disrupt. Yes. Did you see that? Was it Vanity Fair article about the crazy orgy, like Silicon Valley orgy parties that happen? No. Like, <laughs> they, <they're, laughs> they, sorry. They were all like, there were people in that world talking about it. And the, the writer of the article is like, the thing that was most striking was. It's not a secret. Just nobody's ever asked about them. Well, I started asking these people about them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like we rent out a house in the hills for a weekend, and you just come and you you take ecstasy and you just fuck and like there's ro- different rooms for different stuff. If you want to fuck there, you just fuck there. And like, wait, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I just assumed all Silicon Valley parties were like from Silicon Valley, the TV show, when yeah, they like so, invited Kid Rock yeah, and it's just yeah. like a bunch of nerds hanging out. Like, hey, no, this is what we should they, be like. Go trip and fuck for a weekend every like four. Four months drinking wow. soda <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh i don't like LaCroix. it upsets my tummy <laughs> yeah um but yeah but back to not just more on the subject in general though that idea of like like oh we're well, not gonna win the championship like it's really would be disappointing i don't i like as a pistons fan or any team fan like i don't want to just blow it up hey we're just gonna uh, suck for the next five just years because of the lottery the, this seems to be the only sport this happens in where it's like they teams actively plan to be bad for a while. They like make moves to make themselves worse in the in the it's, present to be better in the future. It was, it's especially true. I think it's just it's because of the lottery. But yeah. on top of that, it's just how important one, one person can are. be. Yeah. And especially now that they're teaming up. It's also when I when I was in the Navy, I had this friend that was super big into the NBA, and that's kind of how I got into it. And it sucks because it used to be like as a kid, you're just like, oh, just trade this guy for this guy, or like you don't know. Like now, it's all about the money and like contracts, and you know, like there's all this stuff like mid level exception, like all this stuff that like the normal fan doesn't care about. Yeah, which you get when you draft, you know, those lottery players, you get talent for cheap, yeah. and that first rookie contract you know, for five years, it's kind of like Luke Kennard is making like $2 million a year or whatever. Yeah. And if he blows up and does well, like his next contract's going to be big. Yeah, so we Philadelphia need has that young talent, but you know, if, if no free agents are going to come to Detroit, then, you know, yeah. I don't know. Like they had to make this move for Blake Griffin to get for somebody. sure. Guys, we need a sports league for regular folks like us. Oh, okay. Regular folks that you know, enjoy standing up for the national anthem. They call them bowling leagues. Don't want Andy. felons in our league. <laughs> I'm talking about the XFL. It's back, baby, oh, and God. it's the new league of the alt right. Did you see his? Did you see Vince McMahon's press conference? No. That's all it was. Was that he's he's investing a hundred million dollars because he's an angry old white guy. Like his his press conference was like, your players are going to be required to stand up for the national anthem. You are banned from the league if you have a felony record. We're going to be clean, upstanding. So basically, all of the fun that the old XFL was, they're like, we don't want any of that. We just want old white guys to feel safe watching football right. again. That was the whole point, too. The XFL yeah, was fun. Like It's it was supposed so to be fun. fun and yeah. dangerous. 
I, I don't want an XFL where people don't where there's it's not like dodgeball rules at the beginning. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people actively got hurt. Like, yeah. broke his first collarbone. Game. First yeah. game. The XFL is this for sure? It's yes. coming back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's so stupid. Hundred million dollars, and they they changed their logo colors from black and red to. What red, do you mean a hundred million dollars? Vince McMahon invested a hundred million dollars of his own money to start this thing again, basically just because he's a, a Trump dude, and he he just he must think he'll get that back. I don't know. I it's going to be an eight team league, and it's like. I don't. I don't want to watch a league that is for like that comes out and says that's what we stand for. Well, I just don't. Like, I, if first it, of yeah. all, if they didn't say that. I wouldn't all, want to watch it. You are dropping the ball on so many potential. Awesome, like NFL doesn't know. want Colin Kaepernick. Fucking bring him in. Exactly. NFL doesn't yeah. want Johnny Manziel. Fucking bring him in. Well, they'll bring in Johnny Manziel. No, we oh, won't because he's got a, he a felon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-oh. Yeah, Johnny's yeah. a felon. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what right now, though. that was the first thing. Like, as soon as they announced it, Johnny Manziel was on Twitter like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. and no, it's, but it's already, it. it's already working, though, because I've seen the headlines all over the place. Like, it, it's already working. He's worked it. We're talking about the XFL. Yeah. He'll make his $100 million back. I like, was a big uh, Memphis Maniacs fan. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. That was my team. They had Rashan Salam, RIP. Yeah. I, I made... Tragic. Uh, That's tragic. Yeah, when I didn't know, I had... I get, that was years ago that he uh, committed suicide. And when the XFL thing was uh, came out, I was like, as long as they bring back my team, Memphis Maniacs, uh, and I made some comment about how like it'd be fun to see Rashawn Zalam do football again. And somebody was like, Dude, poor taste. And I looked yeah. it up. And I was like, Oh my god, I didn't, I did not mean that. Yeah, I like, just thought it was crazy that an XFL team had a Heisman winner back yeah. in the day. Yeah, Tommy yeah. Maddox, you know, LA yeah. went on he to play for the Steelers. Hate and... me. Yeah, Tommy Maddox is the one that ended up actually he was like the Kurt Warner of the XFL. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to go on record too, as somebody that served five years in the United States Navy, I have absolutely no problem with anybody ever taking a knee. Huh. And I know there's plenty of other people that serve that feel the yeah. same way. So. It's not a lack of patriotism. We've no, been over this over and all. over again. I yeah. I think the weirdest thing is that the the taking the knee thing he came that was after he talked to somebody who was in the service and was just like yeah. why don't you take a knee because that's like genuflection like when I come into church yeah. the Catholic Church you're not allowed to cross the aisle without looking at the statue of Jesus and taking a knee and doing the sign of the cross like like that's what you're supposed to do what? like you're, you're supposed to genuflect to Jesus like you're not supposed to cross his path it's in the f- center of the church you can't go down the you can't. Oh, whatever. Well, <laughs> like when you come into no, no, no. When you come into church, yeah. like you're supposed to genuflect, and like if you're crossing that path, if you're like walking in front of Jesus, you're supposed to do that. That's insane. To me. I always made the point too, like when the national anthem is going on at a game, people realize there's there's people in the stadium like urinating during the national anthem. Like, should we stop yeah. the you know bathroom? <laughs> yeah, you know during the national anthem. Like, come on. Yeah, and they're. Uh, Whatever it's it's, it's, yep. it's we won't we all agree we, we all agree. we, we all seem agree. agree it doesn't need to be uh but whatever the um, Olympics are coming up yeah and can you imagine what our president would do if uh was it the seventy six Olympics with the the uh Black Panther fists I don't remember which one but it was can you imagine if that happened this was year? was it that recent it might have been mm-hmm. um. 
I don't know. I don't care about him. I don't want to talk about Whatever. him. Whatever. I don't want to talk about him. <sighs> I don't want to talk about Sorry him. Sorry for bringing up the XFL. Yeah. You know, this is, we're doing Vince McMahon's we are, job for him. We're now we've just a talked little about bit, it. We're, all, we're talking about some serious stuff here. Yeah. And we have a, a Michigan State graduate. Yes. Fan, yeah. Graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel, just feel like we have to, I like talking about sports right now is tough because this is happening and I just like it's it's hard it's a it makes me upset and uh you know it's not about obviously I'm a Michigan fan it's not about that Mm -hmm. it's about the fact that a state institution in the community in which I'm a civilian a citizen has allowed this to happen yeah uh and you know Somewhere where our tax dollars go and people in power have let people be taken advantage of in a way that is mortifying. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it's a dark time. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just, we can't let that kind of stuff happen. And, uh, I just want to really, I want, I want Izzo and D'Antonio to be open and have a frank conversation about what's happening yeah because they're both everybody does yeah they're both right now uh avoiding it yeah yeah well now i uh i feel yeah i don't know i feel like some of the stuff that's coming out about them too is not i I don't not that it's not fair because i don't know i feel like if it's if it's found out that they tried to cover anything up the thing is that what they're now now what's being brought up about them has nothing to do with Nasser. No, but it is no. being dropped into that same context. Right. Like it the is ESPN a, thing was like showing pictures of Nasser and then showing pictures of Tom Izzo. And it's like it's that's a perfect not storm. So you have fair the but the a lot of things aren't times fair. up in Me Too movement and Nasser all happening at the same exact time. But there are ab, there are problems with the, my biggest question right now is last summer when four Michigan State football players got kicked off the team for sexual assault. D'Antonio came out and said, this has never happened with our program. This is new territory for us. We don't know how we're going to discipline it because we've never had to deal with it. But now we have these 16 incidents during his tenure that we for sure know about and 37 within all Michigan State sports since, what, 2010, right? Um, it's or yeah. two, it's I think uh, 2009, 2010. Yeah. Um, so 16 with him, his program, and 32, 37, whatever it is, through the whole athletic department. Um, so I don't know. I it's just I don't know. I honestly yeah. have not read or watched enough. I'm not informed on any of it. I don't. I, th- I, I don't think that's the thing that I think. All. It, yeah, it's just uh, you know you have a lot of people that are weighing in that don't know, and I don't even know. Like the report is long. Like maybe I should sit down and read the whole thing because yeah. I don't know. Because I feel like if I comment on it, if I don't know the full you know situation yeah. or what happened, you know, it's like. But it's not. It's not the first time. I mean, the Keith Appling thing was a, almost a decade ago now, right? And that think, yeah, it was 2011, I think. Yeah. No, cause, so that you know, that's one that came out and yeah. and. Uh, was never properly dealt with. I don't know. It's just, it's, it is time for that university to start dealing with some of this stuff because no. it's very upsetting. Yeah, no, I agree. 
Yeah, it's uh-huh. tough. We live in a society, you know, where we want results and everything right away. And yeah. I think they just need to take. I mean, you know, everybody wants to know the truth, but it's going to take oh, somebody sitting down and going through like all of this course. stuff. And it's tough because the the only the only uh, public public interview available with Izzo talking about this stuff is from last weekend directly at the post game press conference for the Maryland game. Of course, he's not going right. to say anything there, but he aggressively refused to talk about it where like that, now that's the only clip people have of him talking about it and it makes right. him look bad. So just, you know, let's be, let's start being transparent and let's start, right. start talking about this. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I think gone are the days, you know, where for any football program where it's like, Oh, we'll take care of it internally yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. And I know. think it's, it's all the, there's not all the blame is not with these guys and those teams. It's with obviously a, a, police force that has helped that along you know and a university that's helped cover things up they or or made it more difficult for the the, that information to come out so when putting that report together espn sent out um foia requests to at least a dozen schools i can't remember exactly how many the only one that they got redacted information back from was state and that's what flagged them off. Like these schools, they asked, they FOIA requested um, assault uh, information, police reports. They got them back from all these schools, and the one from state has all the names marked off. So that was kind of what led them to jump down farther and investigate specifically state. Uh, and then uh, ESPN tried to proactively, or MSU tried to proactively sue ESPN to withhold the players' names when the report came out. So that also looks really bad. There's just a lot of not good stuff happening there where it's, you know. It's weird. You know, I I love college athletics. You know, just like you, you know, my Saturdays are spent going to games, tailgating, all that stuff. It was so funny. I remember that episode you did with Garrett when you took him and you're like, start drinking at seven in the morning. And he just thought that was so crazy. And I was like, what? You know, like, that's just what people do. Yeah. Yeah. But it is funny, you know, like even I have kind of been looking at my love of college athletics because really at the end of the day, you know, these people are it's all about the money and it's all about, you know, all that stuff. And it just kind of changes because you feel like as a kid, you're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you don't know about all this other stuff that goes on. Sure. It's just tough. Yeah. And I think I think the entire machine of it is starting to turn towards some of those issues. So we're yeah. dealing with this, you know, um, Penn, Penn State got dragged out into the open. Baylor got dragged out in the open. We're not talking about this stuff at Michigan State. But not only that side of it, but we're also now focusing more on player safety and player um compensation or fairness you know this week it just came out that um they are considering a a rule that would let any player of a team whose coach got fired or left leave and play immediately somewhere else that's a small concession but it's it's something that needs to happen because these these players when they're 17, 18, sign a letter of intent to play at a school, and that automatically locks them in yeah. to a school where now they have no power. Um, and if they want to go somewhere else, they have to sit out an entire year, which is, you know, when you're talking about, specifically with football, you're, the average NFL career is 
uh, less than two seasons for all players. That's crazy. So a year of your time, in your, the prime of your athletic life is an eternity. Yeah. So that small concession is, is great. Now, I think what needs to happen to make to really start going in the right direction to get getting players fairly compensated, allowing them to market themselves is what happened. It was what uh, Northwestern players tried to do like four or five years ago when King Coulter was there. He was kind of the, he was kind of the leader of it was they were going to unionize. They want, he tried to uh, galvanize a bunch of football players from across the country to form uh, basically a, a players union, which all of the pro sports have obviously didn't plan pan out. But if these, you know, thousands of athletes across the country realize the power that they have in driving a multi-billion dollar a year industry and unionize to say, we're not going to play these anymore until we figure something out. It will get figured out quickly. So I think that something like that needs to happen yeah, too. I guess. I You guess? I don't give a shit if college players make money or not. I really don't. But I, I also don't not, watch, just, I don't watch college sports that about, much. Like I don't care. I don't think then, it's not just about getting a, uh, but just to contract. say, you just you're specifically talking about men's basketball and men's football. Though I mean, those are the, the I think those the, are the sports I that make enough money the, to pay. The athletes. change has to start there, and I'm not talking about giving like. I don't think we need like a you know we just said Luke Kennard makes two million dollars a year to to play in the NBA. That doesn't have to happen, but there's no reason why one of them can't sit down at a car dealership and say then they like i i'll give you 1500 bucks to sign your autograph for a while or fucking a, a minnesota but wrestler. there are there are reasons why that doesn't happen it's because then you would just have schools very legally paying players fine. whatever they want <laughs> fine well that's a difference <laughs> they can just get rid of all those rules you can say you could say that you're allowed to pay so, players um, uh, a minnesota wrestler uh lost his scholarship because he posted uh, his rap album on YouTube and said, like, from he had it in his uh, uh, bio or whatever that he was a Minnesota wrestler. It was like, you can't use yourself to market other products. Well, that's ridiculous. Like, an, like we applaud as a society if a business school student launched a startup in his sophomore year and, you know, was the next. Zuckerberg or whatever by the time he graduated we're fucking that like that's awesome but he's using his talents or whatever he if he was a scholarship student he wouldn't lose his scholarship by going out and using what he's learning there to start to have a uh to start a startup or whatever sure i so you have to be able to use your name and likeness but that's why it's an amateur sport i understand like amateur sports guess who can can be uh, sponsored by Nike or S- Subway or Speedo or whatever the fuck. Who? Olympic <laughs> athletes. The ultimate amateurs. No. The yes. Olympics is open to non-amateurs. Oh, but it... Okay. Well, I, <laughs> that's the truth. NBA players play in it. What are you talking about? 
It, well, it that it that model was supposed to be. It where was we were. yes, and but it's not like have, that anymore. I mean, does that make the Olympics any less enjoyable for you? I, I'm not. I'm making the point of this. I said you brought up the Olympics. I said, but I think amateur it's, sports. It's more so if you're getting, being paid, you're not an amateur. We're getting caught up. Most we're getting caught up on the payment aspect of it, but I, it's way more than that. It's safety. It's it's time well, sure. constraint. Because we if we want to make if we want to continue this belief that it like it's okay because they're students, fine. Then let's if they unionize, then we can actually make them students. We we can set stringent more stringent limit limits on their time, so they can actually be students, uh, as opposed to being in the football building for ninety hours a week or whatever. Yeah, Fine. that's more. It's sure. not about just pay. I just. Think but again, that, like, you're talking specifically about football, probably. I mean, most college whatever. athletes like have time they graduate it's fine like that's well a they thing. all graduate most people go pro in something other other than, than the, sports yeah i mean i don't know i would say i just feel like the only option is if you want them to make money then you blow it all up and you say there's no such thing as amateur college sports you let teams pay you'll have the haves and the have-nots yeah get rid of the ncaa basically yeah but you can't well, have you can't have amateur you have to have these rules or you have to lift them all like because if Michigan, if you were allowed to just well, give somebody NCAA money was for, never allowed, or was never meant to have as much power as it wields, like it was, you know, it, that's not the original intention of the NCAA. Sure, but and now, where does the money, the NCAA, like, the NCAA in a sense is is more of a union than a corporation in the sense, like, who's making that money? I disagree. But who's making that money? The NCAA is. Well, where does it go? It That's goes back into the NCAA. Do you know how much so that does like, what do you, with it? Do they pay their fucking executives? Do you know how much Jim Delaney makes to run the Big Ten Network? Like two, like twenty million dollars last year. Yeah, a lot of money. That's ridiculous. Sure, I think that's a problem. You like Matt? Your your points are all valid, and I agree. And the problem is, is like now there's just so much money involved. Like it's become so big yeah. so quickly that the, there's just stupid money out there. And if you can pay now assistant coaches like coordinators, yeah. you know, like two to three million dollars, it would be like if in our improv community, you know, Ooh, I like where this is going for <laughs> right. You know, it, it, we for the most part, we do what we do because we love it. We don't make money doing it. it but it, it would be like if PJ signed a deal with Comedy Central worth a hundred and twenty-five million dollars a year, and wanted to continue it for go to run the way it's running right now. That's what. That's no. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It would be more like if if Wayne State was running something and had people taking the class in doing it. Like it's it, that's that's just how TV works. We're not amateurs. We're not. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're. He's allowed no. to pay us. Right. But um, after this, the, these massive TV contracts, we're not going to give anything back to these kids. Like, it, I understand that. Yeah. So then that's fine. Then make it, it – here's the other option is you make it – you just open it up and now it's professional and you'll have 20 teams. You will not have 160 teams that is fun to go see. You All of that talent will be at the top. All of it. It already is. I, I mean that – Bowling Green is never going to beat Alabama. It's just like sure. It's, I'm. I don't know. 
I just I'm not I advocating don't... I'm not advocating for these kids to sign a four year contract and make make ten million dollars a year playing for Michigan. That's not what I'm advocating for. But I want them to have some way more rights than they do right now. I I mean I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a tough it's a tough debate. Yeah. They seem fine. <laughs> they seem fine to me. I don't know. There's always the hundred dollar handshakes. I had to pay yeah. for my college. Me too. <laughs> I'm still paying for my college. Yeah. And we'll continue to do so. Oh. That's a whole nother debate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. Tell School me about is expensive. It. Yeah. Um well, we got kind of serious there. We got into yeah, some serious topics. I know. And, oh uh, I can tell you another serious thing. At the end of the Australian Open, I cried. <gasps> wow. Because Pete Sampras won it? No. Dummy. Because Roger Federer won it. He won his 20th, 20th major. And uh, as he was like, when you win um, a tennis tournament, you, you get, get a, a little old, speech. He gets a big ass trophy. You get a big yeah. old cup. Yeah. Could you and imagine you drink, eating Fruit Loops out you of that? Drink, thing? Yeah, that I was just gonna say that's what he drank out of it. No, um, <laughs> dude, at the end of the Indianapolis 500, they do drink milk. That's a thing, mm-hmm. not oh, out of a trophy. Gosh. I don't think out no, of like out of a, a glass yeah. bottle. Yeah, I went to the Indianapolis 500 in like 1987, maybe 88. Nice. My dad took me. He's a dude, huge that fan. That sounds awesome. My dad yeah. is a huge uh, IndyCar fan. Mm-hmm. He hates NASCAR because oh, yeah. IndyCars go fast and it's dangerous. Ones, like, darts. They look like darts. Yeah. They go fast as shit. Oh, yeah. And they don't drive in an oval. They don't? No. What do they drive in? Patterns. Road races. Like the Bel- uh, the whatever is on Belle Isle, the Detroit Grand Prix is Indy cars. I don't... I'm not a big... Do you know the Grand Prix used to be downtown in downtown Detroit? Oh, That's wow. That's where they used to run like an Indy car race. Yes. That's um, crazy. They don't do... They used to do a lot more of those, but uh, drivers don't like them because it's like the, the conditions city. are really shitty. I can't the, imagine. The roads I mean, are really yeah, shitty roads usually. roads are terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like around here. Oh, my God. Also, I, weird... Constantly, like, every time I drive my car in Detroit, I'm, I'm like confident that my axle's going to yes. come off. Like, oh, um, God. Yes. Also, <laughs> when they had the Grand Prix downtown, they did tra- keep traffic signals on and you had to obey them. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Just can you imagine just thirty indie cars no. just burr, burr, like stuck at a light, but There's only a, three of them a can make the bus left. with like the crossing guard. <laughs> Someone has to cross the street to get to Bonobos. You know, it's like <laughs> stop the race. That would be awesome. But uh, Roger Federer is giving a speech, and at one point he just started choking up, and I was watching it. He just started crying, like choking up, and he couldn't get through his words. And then I was like. Oh, I'm crying. I'm crying right now, you too. You crying? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's moving. You don't seem like a super emotional guy, Matt. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to fair, turn them fair off. assessment. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing I like about tennis is it's the ultimate like one-on-one like me versus you you know like yeah. when you're playing the NBA like you have Michael Jordan he would go at somebody or you know like Tom Brady as much as he is the man like it still requires a lot of other moving parts yeah. to yeah. work and yeah. even a coach like there'll be there will be timeouts where a coach can be like hey this is happening maybe you would notice that in tennis they're talking about it like they just show them like Federer started to get nervous and choked away one of the sets and he was sitting there or um, and it was just showing him and they're like, you know, he's you can't talk to a coach. He just has to now 
figure out. Oh, they're like not allowed to. Not allowed to. They're sitting up in a box. Like they have to sit there in their own head staring and figure out, okay, I just for 40 minutes, I just lost this. What was I doing wrong? What was my opponent doing? They just have to manage that game inside their own head, which is unlike any other sport at that level. Golf, maybe. No, you well, can yeah, yeah, yeah. discuss yeah. it. So, and also, no offense to golfers, but usually if you're them. just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just picking a club. Yeah. And you're, hey, the hole's over there. It's not like my opponent is playing this strategy yeah. and I need to go into the net or whatever. Tennis is stand up and basketball is improv. Yeah. That's mm. why Blake Griffin loves oh, yeah. it so much. It's true. <laughs> It's very true. Guys, full, it's, full circle on that guys, one. Guys, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Yeah. Oh, we my gosh. I forgot about, about that. Dude, uh, There's so much stuff early, going on. Earlier today, there was a report on Twitter. Um, there were, like, Marines at the Patriots uh, practice, and they had uh, their army dogs. And So, wait, the Marines had army or dogs. They, they had the dog. <laughs> they had dogs. For whatever marine reason. Dogs. These, they were Marine dogs. These Marine, do- <laughs> these marine people had dogs. And... <laughs> These marine Tom Brady people was on the field, and he put his arms up like this, like after a player or whatever, and that was a signal to the marine yeah. dogs, and it fucking attacked. Like uh, Tom Brady got his quad bitten by a dog no. today. Yeah, he's got a scar on his leg. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Intrigue. That's a trigger. Wow. Um, that's insane. But Super Bowl. Huh? Yeah. Who you got? Uh, I probably New England. Yeah, I think you pretty much have to go with New England. Touchdown, Tom. I don't hate Tom Brady as much as most people do. I'll tell I you don't that. hate him. Well, I know you don't. I have, Graham, do you hate him? I, I'm kind of indifferent. I mean, I I recognize him as the probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. You know, I I just he's getting weird. <laughs> it's yes, getting that's hard. true. It's getting weird. He wears those like alkaline pajamas now. Have you have you listened to anything I've about the TB twelve of what he's doing? It does sound insane. I've heard about his diet, which is insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he in his book he talks about how if you drink enough water, you can't get sunburned. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The biggest problem with TB twelve is he talks about how if you follow his method and his diet, you will avoid injuries. Oh right. So now they're like that's the part of it that yeah, I heard that he's especially like, like yeah. the head stuff. It's it's all it's all your li- lifestyle, um, which is uh, problematic yes. <laughs> for many yeah. different <laughs> reasons to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help that Gronkowski yeah. keeps getting hurt. Yeah, and yeah. He's a party but he, animal. And he's he's <laughs> but one of obviously the, it's not. There was like the a case. big ESPN article a couple weeks ago about how there's this big split faction in the. Patriots organization right now and yeah. it's like Belichick versus Brady because Belichick's upset yeah. that so many of these players are starting to do the TB12 stuff. Bill Simmons um, wrote a whole response to that oh, article because really? he sounded pissed about it. I thought it was a really weird article that Bill Simmons wrote. It was like basically trying to say that article was all bullshit and just like Bill, yeah, I know you're not a journalist per se, but you are the editor of The Ringer, and it seems like you're just yeah. coming at this article because you're that from is, Boston and you love Tom Brady. That seems mm-hmm. to be the uh, Boston response to that article because they're like, they're just coming after the Patriots. They did, they were right. deflate now they're doing this, and it's just. But from an ESPN standpoint, as a business, 
a dynasty's great for them. Why would they want to bury it? Yeah, they, yeah. Like that. This is great for them. I, people love dynasties. Yeah, Lakers, sure. Celtics, Why would you know? they I like that. I like that New England is in it. Like I, like I don't really pay attention yeah. to the NFL. If it wasn't them, I would not be as interested. It makes it more interesting for me, for sure. We are in a dynastic time period in sports. Yeah. We got the Patriots. We have Alabama. We have the Warriors yeah. and versus Cavaliers. Golden State's more annoying to me, though. That's just like, this is a just, foregone conclusion. New England is continuously earning yeah. it. Not I don't want to say Golden State's not earning it, but it's it, and from the outside, it looks easy. And yeah. I know if Golden State was here, they would tell me it's not, and I'm sure <laughs> it's not. But it's like, the it's like you're going to win the championship yeah. last year, and they did. They're going to win it this year, and you did. If you stay healthy, you're going to win it the next four times. Yeah. That's just like more of a fact than New England. I guess, I mean... College basketball is basically always the same two or three teams, yeah. and then uh, well, hockey and baseball they are they don't see they're not really dynasty ish right now, right? No, the Red Wings are right, right now. No, baseball seems pretty like the same Open. teams kind of are always uh-huh. hovering, like San Francisco. Yeah, but that has, that's it's been a while, right? Yeah, like the fucking Royals won it, but two the years Yankees ago. are back on top. Boston mm. will probably. Be good. Who, they might have made the playoffs who, who, this year. I can't remember Boston. Yeah, I think I they did. I was just well, so Cubs, mad. Yeah, the Cubs won. And who who just won? I can't even. Who just won? Um, <laughs> who won it? Who won the <laughs> Andy, we weren't covering sports in the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess <laughs> that was during your sabbatical. Houston, Houston, Houston. Yeah, Verlander, Verlander won. Yes, won. Yeah. yes, yeah. So the last three were Houston, Chicago, and the Royals. We're decidedly not dynastic in baseball no. right now yeah um very true hey we need to uh move into this next segment oh boy because uh oh actually i have an email to read oh we got uh what's the i'm not gonna read the entire email we gotta open up the mailbag oh yeah opening the mailbag you were about to go to the gossip yeah i was sorry all you fans out there no yes. gossip bag today. It's staying closed. It, the subject is, why is 69 nice? Because remember we, uh, in our last nice. episode, we were talking about that and we <laughs> yeah. kind of, and uh, my... We couldn't, we couldn't, we didn't know what that joke was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we called my cousin Tony out. I did. Um, <laughs> is this from cousin Tony? Yes. Whoa, we got an email from cousin Tony. What uh, up, cousin Tony? Yes. Thanks for listening, cousin Tony. Shout out. Uh, his email says, my understanding of why is 69 nice. Uh, he says, a long time ago, there was this man who went to a shopping center for some watermelons. But before okay. he left, he was told by his wife to only buy a few. The man responds with, so is 100 a few? The wife should... Why the wife would exclaim that a hundred is too much. So like ninety responds the husband. No, shouts the wife. Seventy. The husband asks. The wife looks at him and says, "Use your head. Seventy is too much." The husband nods in agreement and goes out to buy the melons. Later that day, he comes back with a cart full of watermelons, sixty-nine to be exact. The wife shouts, "Why did you buy all these melons?" The husband simply responded, "You said seventy is too much. Sixty-nine must be just right then." Ah, can you imagine what they did with all 69 melons? That was from time. Well, anyway, whenever somebody says 69, they are reminded of that joke and laugh a little, but it's an old joke, so only grown-ups would remember, which is probably why Andy doesn't get it. I don't get it. I would ask Liz, his wife, you know, the math major. She is, That's true. She was a math major, but she is younger, too, and probably doesn't get it either. Yeah. Signed, number one fan and treasurer of the fan club, Cousin Tony. I, I hope Cousin Tony copied and pasted that story and didn't just type it all out. Is that an old joke for real? 
Um, no, it looks like actually you did copy and paste, paste it, it from re- somewhere from Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, but he did include the Reddit link. Uh, great. But Thanks, also, yeah. Tony. No, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I do get it now. That's great. I'll send, uh, I'll send my fan club uh, fees into Cousin yes, Tony, official yes. treasurer. So. Yeah. Cousin Tony's been saying that some people out there are uh, behind on their fees. So oh, yes. He is a stickler. Uh, yeah. Uh, guys, you know, the new membership ID cards are coming out soon. So yes. if you want to get in on that, you have to be up on your dues. I got a good line on Tiger's yearbooks. Mm-hmm. Only Cousin Tony will get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh. Uh. So. Hey. Uh. America's 412th favorite segment is that Andy and I, along with our guest, yeah. if we have one, we will take a um old sports movie and watch it from beginning to end, but only 15 minutes at a time. Yeah. And each uh episode of Fumbling Around, we will then talk about those 15 minutes. We started a new. Yeah, movie Graham, you're here for today. a new one today. Yeah, I, yes. I feel so honored. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Do you think as you just watched that. Do you think it's more enjoyable as a guest to watch the first first fifteen minutes well, of a we movie, should say, or oh, the final, oh, or the yeah. final fifteen minutes of a movie? Well, it's interesting. I think because I haven't seen this particular movie, I kind of want to, you know, get get into it. Are you intrigued? I'm intrigued now. So now I will listen to future episodes because yeah. I'll want to, you know, <laughs> not, I'm not, not going to spoil it for that reason only. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to watch the movie. No, right? no, no. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we watched a movie called The Sixth, Sixth Man. Man. Do I still have the IMD up? No, we're all around the same age. Matt's a little older. How, wow, how old dude, are you? I am cool. 36 years old. Oh, oh older than me. Older. Yep. Okay. So maybe, so you, neither of you have heard of this or seen this. I, I can't believe I had never seen this movie. I might've been right in the pocket cause I was 10 when this movie came out. I was 15. I'm sure it had to have crossed my path cause there looks like it's pretty star studded. So there had to have been commercials Under, and everything. I, this is one of the movies uh, I don't know where if I should have like, said star studded. Oh, Marlon Wayans was in GI Joe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but from my memory, this was a huge movie. But maybe it was just because I watched it all the time. Uh, I, it was one of those movies that I would go to Blockbuster and like rent it every time. Dude, what? Kadeem Harrison. He was he was not Dwayne Wayne. No, yeah, Dwayne Wayne from different uh, from different a world. different world. That was who that was. So we got Kadeem that... Harrison. We got Marlon Wayans. Um, have... David Paymer. David Paymer. He's in a lot of yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh bill walton made an uh yeah, i did see that yeah um so the movie what and we can't actually i don't want to read the imd because that gives too much away because we didn't actually get into what happens no, according to this the is imdb all, this is all set up yes so the movie begins yeah credits roll and then cut to a janitor i don't think it was the janitor actually i think it ended up being the coach but it was somebody um sweeping the floor with one of those old time like not even old time but like i used to use them as a kid like you had this 12 foot yeah. pole oh, yeah. and at the end of it was like a he swiffer he uh was like oh looked right at the camera and said oh sorry i didn't see you there <laughs> well let yeah. me tell you about the time that anton and kenny that part didn't happen Andy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pole was too long you would have had yeah, to put his arm on top of it. it yeah um i like the 
the everybody listen to this old man omniscient janitor, <laughs> janitor yeah yeah so we cut to we see that and then it's um then we're immediately in like a kids basketball game for a, they were sponsored by a dentist oh yeah cronenberg dentist <laughs> dentistry <laughs> this uh one kid on the opposite team he's like does a couple of moves he goes up for a layup and um this is how the movie this is the first shot of the movie yes. this is great um and so uh one of the guys who we would later find out before, is who, before we even have been introduced to the two kids right this no. happens yes we find out later it's marlon wayne's character yeah. as a kid he blocks this kid's shot and it it goes sailing out of the gym in a in a out of a window breaks a window and the ball goes sailing out <laughs> an unbelievable moment yes unbelievable. my favorite part is then the coach immediately calls a timeout and he's like <laughs> Just lost the ball out of a window. I'm pretty sure you have a couple of seconds to talk to your kids. Can you imagine if that happened now? Like so many people would have that like video of that on YouTube, yes. but it would go completely viral. And also, even like gym That's windows like are always like like they have the steel like uh, they're like steel reinforced. There's no possible way that would happen. Um, Michigan had a quarterback, Matt Gutierrez. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, he never ended up being anything, but when he was in high school, there was a video of him bombing a home run through uh, a window of a pickup truck. Like, <laughs> And uh, it was like, everybody saw it. It was like, oh, he's going to be a great quarterback. <laughs> Why? He wouldn't yeah. make that connection. <laughs> make amazing plays. Yeah. yeah. So then they huddle up because <clears throat> they need to get the ball back. I, did they even show how they get the ball back? They steal it or something? Uh, n- no, I think if you, if you get the ball through the window it's automatic it's possession. Possession. okay yeah, yeah. It's make it take it make it through the window take okay. it. <laughs> they don't defer to the possession arrow in that no. situation <laughs> okay uh very short time later though they're now in a huddle because they need to win the game they're this down game by one is a barn burner yeah it's 27 to 26 right. with just a few seconds left which is actually pretty accurate like because they're <laughs> yeah. i would yeah, say for... they're eight or ten sure like that's how low scoring I... it would be I never played organized basketball. I only played one year of organized basketball and it was like five-year-olds when the, I don't know if you had this league in your town, but you played at halftime of the high school games. Did you have this? No, no? I'm not that I ever played it anyways. <laughs> that, so that was, um, uh, the only game that I remember what we played at the high, the halftime of a high school game and the score was one to nothing. <laughs> it was Did you play on the 10 foot rims or did they yeah, bring no, out full, full thing? And we were like, <laughs> um, yeah. So the coaches, like the coaches, the two best players are the coaches sons. Yeah. Um, yeah. and Anton and Kenny. Yeah. Which one is Kenny Mar- is Marlon. Okay. Wins. So he coaches like Kenny, you take the last shot and, Anton is like, no way, I I should take the last shot, and he's like, no, 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 you're taking it. Kenny, they ends up like does dribbles, gets These a kids wide are stars open too. shot. Like at the timeout, they're like making eyes with the cheerleaders. Oh like, yeah, ooh baby, at eight year old, and, eight yeah, years old. Uh, and their mom has a sign that says A and K all the way. Yeah, that's like their slogan. Um, and so he freezes though. He's about to take the game winning shot, and then defers and passes to his brother. Who comes wide in. open. Yeah, like. Several seconds pass with him standing directly under the yes. rim with no defense to pa- speak of. Passes the ball behind him yeah. Yeah. to his brother, and his brother misses. Clanks They lose the game. Clanks Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, setting up, I guess, Kenny, you need to have confidence. Yeah. He's Anton's not got confident. all the confidence in the world. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like they should have had that shot should have went in. That would have been more like, like he gets all the praise and like that could have been you. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. But the shot doesn't go in, which was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on the director's cut, maybe there was a cut scene or yeah. something that. I think they show the whole game in the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> I would give people, you know, a good experience. Of, yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, these, but they are both very good at basketball yes. from the very beginning. So yeah. Pre pre Lavar Ball and the Ball family. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is, that turns out that they're they're Anton and Kenny Ball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the, uh, the shots of that, like the kids that they had, could play basketball, like for that age, like which is interesting. Sometimes in movies, like they'll get like even the adult athletes. It would have been funny awful. If, if it was like uh, Mighty Ducks, where they they were all. Like twenty four years old, yes. <laughs> but they were pretending to be eight, like third graders. Like they have beards. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so after that, then they're back home. Yeah, and they're shooting hoops. Yeah. And uh, Anton is it Anton. Anton's the one that missed, and he's like you know um, not whining, but like not whining. That's not the right word, but like oh man, I should have made that. Blah blah blah. Um, and then their dad comes. Like I out. gave him the Anton fadeaway. Yeah. And then the mom's like, hey, you kids got to come in. It's cold out. You got to get your homework done. And get to bed. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. But then dad's like. <laughs> dad's like, basketball's more important than school. Yeah. Give us a minute. Yeah. And then he says something. I don't even remember what he says. Mm-mm. Something about something. Movie is very like dry. It's very just hitting beats at this point. Uh, so finally, then he, he does talk. They're going back inside, but he's like, Hey little man, hold on. Touching moment. Yeah. And he gives a, like a speech to Kenny. Like you gotta trust yourself. Yeah. Gotta trust yourself, buddy. And then kids go inside. Dad shoots at the hoop. Jump cut. Beautifully done. Yes. The ball, you see the ball traveling to the hoop. Yeah. Jump cut to a packed arena as the ball swishes in. Yes. Now I have a, are you? Do you know much about like '90s college basketball? Is Washington at this point '97? Is Washington an I, I actual basketball team? Yeah, I can't imagine they were very good though. I, I mean, can't. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously they, they had a team, but I, I was the Huskies. Yeah, yeah. they have. I mean, they have to. Yeah, but oh, I yeah, don't sure. know of any time period that Washington was like known for basketball. So it was just interesting to me. But maybe that was part of it. Is that they were together on like an underdog team? Maybe yeah. that's part Maybe of the, the story. Maybe the Huskies yeah. paid to like. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure that like, yeah. Hey, put us in that so kids think we're good. At- yeah, I'm sure that was part of it. But yeah. I, I just thought it was like that they kind of went that route. They're not on like because the first two games are Arizona and UCLA, which are two, which are the West Coast like basketball brands. Yeah. It's so, interesting, too, because, you know, it's set in Seattle or from what we saw so yeah. far. And I mean, I, I think the Supersonics were still there at the time. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just I guess maybe that was in like the Sean Kemp era, maybe. They, so they or like post post. They were Kemp? still there for a while after that because Kevin Durant played for the Supersonics. Yeah. So and he's still I mean, he's only been playing for probably 10 years now. So yeah. for sure. Yeah. Just but, an interesting choice because when I, I think, think of yeah. basketball, I don't really think of Seattle. No, no. but I, I think that was maybe part like they are together on a team that's not very good. Mm-hmm. Right. They're making it better. I, in all honesty, I wouldn't doubt that the Washington Huskies paid to be. In oh, that I'm movie. sure. Like yeah. it, it, it makes sense. Like yeah. if you're a kid watching that, you will just see it and be. But I, maybe, because of this movie, I had a brief phase as a child where like they were my like other favorite team. Seriously? Oh, wow. Cause, yeah, because of this. <laughs> See, I there you go. This yeah, it movie. worked. It yeah. worked. 
Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're in college. They win that game. I didn't... I don't... Oh, they win it on a... Oh, that was pretty great. They call a timeout, and the coach is... What's his name? What's the actor? Oh, David name? Pamer, yeah. He uh, is in... Classic. A, he's in a blazer that looks like TV static and a teal sweater vest yeah. under it. It is a look. He actually... <laughs> and also, he has... He's... It's... He's a good character actor. If you look him up, you'll you'll yeah. recognize him a hundred percent. And also, he has like a that kind of there is a that's a type of basketball coach like yeah. a Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, like oh, that, sure. yeah whatever that definitely is, definitely has like a hairline of like a coach. Yes, I just want to talk about this just this crowd for a second. So they're at they're, it's a home game, and they show a, they briefly show a card stunt where people in the the crowd. <laughs> flip over cards and it just says bow wow because they're the huskies yeah. and then at another point you see the crowd and there's a person holding up a side that just says woof <laughs> which is awesome yeah woof woof <laughs> generic this was probably also the height of little bow wow's career too yeah. so probably t- tied in really well yeah, for um, sure yeah and so in the huddle i love this joke this i love this kind of joke and i, I don't think they did a good job of like setting it up yeah. But it's like, but you can see Antoine is just loose and cool, right? But uh, the joke of like when they get around to the one guy, like all the players are saying something, and they get around to one guy, and he's just like, "Coach, put me in the game," and the coach is like, "Sit down." Sit down which I can't just even like, remember his name. I just it would have been so much better if like they should have set it up so that he had his shirt on backwards or just something. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, can I go so, in? Like, no. There is a big goofy, oafy white guy with bleach blonde hair. And the coach looks at him and he says, I can't even remember his name. He's like, I'll send you back to Siberia yeah. if you don't make if you don't do good on this play. And the guy's like, I'm from Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now we're in. I also think he called him Rodman. Rodman. Like a joke about the oh, hair. Because that would have been 1997 was also peak this guy Dennis is yeah. realistically, he's probably like a six foot man, and he's boasting later at the bar that he's a seven foot man. I think that was an intentional joke. Not by <laughs> Not by like. I think that was a joke written into the by script. Him. Like this guy was. Okay, he's clearly obviously, not that and it's like that's what's funny is okay. like he's trying to brag about that. I think so. But so the coach calls a play. Then we immediately cut to a ball in the air, an alley oop, a three sixty alley oop dunk. Yeah, insane. wins the game. I'm I am working under the impression that it was a an inbounds pass from Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> that we don't know, and he catches it. Mid air, mid spin, and yes. slams it home as the buzzer uh, yeah. goes off. How cool would it be if, like, a bonus feature on the DVD was the actual full game for every basketball game <laughs> oh, that's I in would this love movie? It. <laughs> if they just actually that, played for it. the hardcore nerds, that like that that play was obviously cut short, but the actual basketball looks like real basketball, which is not yeah. always the case in movies like this. Uh, it looked like they picked. Actors who yeah. could dribble, like the one guy who's the the blonde haired guy who was dribbling the yeah. ball, who very clearly could dribble. Not like to say he's good enough to be in college basketball, yeah. but like a lot of times you will see like guys who are like slapping the ball. <laughs> yeah, my um, favorite thing uh, in that is a uh, Eastbound and Down when they actually show Danny McBride pitch a ball. It is so <laughs> his form is. It looks he looks like a like a high school nerd trying to throw yeah. ba- a baseball. It is incredible, and he's supposed to be the best pitcher in the world. I'm yeah. always surprised at the number of celebrities that actually have skills, like especially basketball skills. It seems yeah. like when they put together those games, you know, there'll be a couple people that are like terrible, but then you'll have 
uh, one of the guys from Arcade Fire, I think it's Will Butler. It's not Will, oh, the lead yeah. singer, but the guitar player, I think. He's like legitimately good. Yes. And, uh, this is why they need to bring back Rock and Jock. For sure. You guys I, remember this? I, I completely have, agree. Yeah. I just, I for some reason this weekend, I just looked up some old clips of that. And it is hilarious. And I forgot about the 20, the 20 point hoop yeah, that's I, like way up and I thought back. it was 50. There might have been one at a certain point, but because it got crazier as it went on. Yeah, they they used to bring one down, I think, for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. so though, because I was, I think I might have been watching an earlier one, because the twenty point hoop was like on the back wall of the gym and just <laughs> up and so it's like they were shooting like out of bounds and up oh, and man. in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they still do have a celebrity game at the NBA All Star Game. Rock and Jock, that's the no, way to yeah. go because it's the craziness and they just it's like Harlem Globetrotters without any talent and with like crazy rules yes. put in. I would watch it now. I feel like now they'd probably overproduce the shit out of it. Yeah, in the yeah. early '90s, it was just like let's just have celebrities yeah. play basketball <laughs> yeah. and this. Oh, is you know who was really happen. good too was Flea. Flea was in the Rock and Jock, yeah. and he was like legitimately good he at basketball. Loves basketball. Yeah. Uh, you know who's really good is who is the secretary, the education, Obama's. Uh, he's now is he the mayor of Chicago now or the governor of Illinois? Arn Tellum. Arn. I don't know. I think Arn Tellum has something to do with the Pistons. That's he? true. He is the president <laughs> of the Pistons. Who am I thinking of? I have no idea. Um, though he could probably ball too. Oh, he's probably like 60 or 70 right now. Somebody is in their head like, you idiot. You, it's blah, blah, yeah, blah. Of all of our thousands of listeners, somebody out there. Alex is, Bergman's is getting super <laughs> pissed right now. You Shout out our, Alex. Our sponsors Jeez. are pissed right now. Arn Duncan. Arn Duncan. Yeah, he's very tall, but he would play in these uh, celebrity games at the NBA All-Star, and mm. he would just dominate. And he was like 50 and still just dominate because he was a legit just awesome basketball player <laughs> um yeah so they win the game cut yeah. two against they're at a club arizona loot olsen makes a cameo who yeah. would have been their coach at the time he's like he's like arizona's uh uh put insert coach here like famous coach who's a good uh, bobby a good, knight yeah, he's like Arizona's Bobby Knight. All right. With less chair throwing. Yes. <laughs> yes. In swearing. Or, or uh, Arizona's but Adolph twice Rupp. twice the cuss words. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona's Adolph Rupp without the racism. Nah. Yeah. Um, so now we're at a club that has a basketball court. A caged in. in. Yes. <laughs> this place is crazy. Yeah, it's a very strange setting. Yes. 100%. Like, the whole idea that they needed, like, look, we need to build a set that has a basketball court and a cage because at and one point we lit. need to put a blindfold on somebody so they can <laughs> shoot a basket behind them and make it yeah. and win a bet that has no consequences. Uh, it's This whole set is lit like it's um, uh, the bad guy's lair in one of the Batman movies from yeah. the 90s. Like like weird <laughs> uh, black lights and everything. Yeah. People are going crazy and, they're, and everybody's going nuts watching Washington basketball players shoot hoops. Yeah. Like they every, just got done with the game. Every Washington basketball player is trying to hit on women. <laughs> there is, yes. There's one point where Antoine is blindfolded and shoots behind his back and makes it. And they pan to one guy who's clinging to the fenced-in area of this cage that the basketball is in. And he's shaking his head back yes. and forth he's going so berserk. violently. Yeah. Just going like this. Yeah. He's so excited. I love it. I think that was also the guy that almost dry-heaved on Kenny. Yeah. yeah. This bar is um, wild. Yeah. 
Wild uh, stuff. Kenny's at the bar and he kind of is making eyes with a girl who's at the end of the bar. Yeah. Um, but then that guy comes over and knocks over a pitcher of beer, which then they keep cutting to back and forth from like showing that, across yes. the beer. That was some mousetrap like shit, man. Yeah. Where it was like yes. literally like snaking around obstacles yeah. just to get there. I don't know why it had to be like that. It could have just been like, I don't know, I guess to set up everything else that happened. It was dumb though, like yes. So this <laughs> beer dumb. slowly makes its way across a bar that must be on some ridiculous angle um, and dumps into her purse and she's mad at him. Then the, later... The guy that knocks it over is like, oh my God, you're you're Kenny. You're, or Kenny Tyler. That's their name, right? Tyler? Oh, you're yeah, Kenny yeah, Tyler. I, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> he, can, he almost vomits on him. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it's great. Yeah. And then... So after that, somehow they all... All the basketball players, like three or four of them all end up in... Uh, Anton is uh, making fun of Kenny because he's got no game with the women. Yes. Um, we do see Kenny has, or Anton has a girlfriend. Yeah. Kenny does not. And he's like, they make a bet. You Was it $10. to get a phone number? Uh, it was $10 to at least get a phone number, right? Yeah. And so Antoine gets to pick the any woman for Kenny to hit on in the whole bar. Kenny's only stipulation. <laughs> three. Like, okay, three stipulations. Three. Oh, yeah. I, so you can pick any girl in this bar. No, three things, though. No midgets. No but, cockeyed what? girls. <laughs> no midgets, no cockeyed girls, and no girl, and no teeth. Yeah, no teeth. No toothless girl. <laughs> Why did he start with midgets? I mean, <laughs> first one. of all, can't use that word anymore in nope. movies. No midgets, cockeyed broads, or toothless chicks. God, no midgets, cockeyed broads, or toothless chicks. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I yeah. have nothing against the the little person community out there, but I mean, how many do you run into on your yeah you know in your yeah, daily that's your life? Number like, one, never. You know, to be yeah, number one. That's the first thing <laughs> Listen, you thought of. I'm a very open person, but <laughs> no midgets. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird place to start. Yes, as your dating parameters. <laughs> so of course, <laughs> Anton scans the room, and who does he pick? Purse lady. Yes. Ugh. And also, she they're up on a they're yeah, up on the second po- floor, like Antoine balcony. Points at her, and she immediately she sees, knew yeah. this bet. She yeah. she literally so, gets up to walk away because she knows that yeah. that was a bet. So somehow. Kenny, like you can see in his eyes, like oh I can't I can't believe that this is the girl they picked, and he starts to make his way down there, and the rest of the team starts placing side bets on their original bet, and from the background, one of the guys goes I'll put a I'll put a Long Island iced tea on it. Yeah, <laughs> one single Long Island iced tea. Single. Hey, they ain't cheap. Hey, they ain't cheap. Because if there's anything we know about Long Island iced tea is, is you only ever have one of them. Yeah. Right. In 1997, there were probably four bucks. Four bucks. <laughs> At a bar like this, yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's probably a special, for sure. Uh, there so. was a bar in Ann Arbor when I was in school that one, I think it was Thursday nights. Had you would get, you could get a pitcher of Long Island iced tea. For five dollars, a picture was it, it as potent it, as Long Island and Ice Teas are supposed to be? S- seemed like it, because man, those will f you up. Yeah, I, maybe maybe Skeeps had <laughs> something. Oh, man, I never actually went to Skeeps. Oh man, fuck that place. Wow, I watched plenty of Detroit Pistons games there uh-huh. during the summer of two thousand four. Oh nice. When I was home. From Speaking of school, ninety seven, this same year, uh, Brian Greasy, quarterback of the last national championship Michigan football oh, yeah. team. 
through one of his boots through the window escapes. <laughs> Interesting. Speaking of, there's a lot of bad stories that yeah. end up with yeah. I was at escapes. <laughs> uh, so she runs away. He follows her outside. She's already in her car. Yeah, nice car. Very nice Very car. Nice. Have we established that she is not a Washington? university student at this point wait i thought she wrote that article or was that a different newspaper i can't so i can't tell right now i don't think though maybe she didn't write that let's not assume she wrote that that's one question i'm really looking forward to have all right we'll answer that because i do know her name is rc st john rc rc marcy st john marcy i thought she said rc first name is rc named after the cola rc (laughs) rc st john i don't know but then directly after this so yeah so she She's like, she's a very deep voice. Yes. And she's like, uh, little little tip, uh, next time, don't make a bet you can't win. Ooh. Ooh. What's your name? Yeah. R.C. Johnson. She is, she, she's digging on him this whole time. R.C. Like, St. John. I can't believe somebody with 11 assists and 8 rebounds has such sloppy hands. Yeah. Because mm. he Yikes. spilled his beer. I love yeah. how all these relationships always start off with like, oh, uh, uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has to be. Yes. Yeah. It like, wasn't just... it in the program that they, you know, he was getting tutored yep. and she was like, not about it. <laughs> yeah, you know? and, well, he wasn't either. He kept talking about how rich she was. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> right. What's a rich girl like you doing in a gym? You heard that knee getting out of a convertible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. What? Did you hurt your knee getting yeah. out of a convertible? Uh, so she drives away. And then we cut to, I think they're uh, all the basketball players. Them, they're watching a field hockey practice, field hockey, which yes. is great. Just That's a little creepy. <laughs> it's very creepy. Uh, and they're reading an article, and they refer to the writer as a she. So we and kind of implied, uh, no, they implied, we inferred that the writer might have been right. RC Because she praised him. By right. the way, yeah. So she was like, uh, "Antoine is the star, but this, the the team's backbone is Kenny or whatever." Right. Um, he but, makes a play, and they specifically referred to the Raider as a she, but they did not say Marcy slash RC. Saint they John. show the headline or the byline, I should say. I don't know. We didn't take a close enough look. If only we had a journalism expert in the in the house, <laughs> we could answer that question, Matt. Oh, that. Speaking of which, that uh, article I talked about a couple episodes ago, that's how your Whitehead one came out. If you guys want to oh, check it out, yeah, uh, give sure. us the deeds. He retweeted it today, which is oh, great. Nice. Yeah, I've never had an, an athlete uh, retweet one of my stories about him before. That was kind of cool. Nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, check it out. Neighborhood scene or na- uh, yeah, neighborhoodscene.com. That's up there. Nice. Yeah. He always seemed like a cool dude. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah, I don't great. know anything, you know. He was a, yeah, he was great interview. Anyways, back to the store, uh, back to the movie. I mean, that was it. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we saw right after, uh, so this is presumably the day after the game against Arizona. Oh, wait. Right? Because the, the article about the Arizona game came out in the paper. They're yeah. watching the field hockey uh, game. And the coach runs up to them at the field hockey practice like, hey, get in this van. We got a game to get to. At no point ever does do you have games on consecutive days yeah. in college basketball. But no. they have to get from Seattle to UCLA for a game later that night. And then that this is where we live. We maybe we don't. Yeah. Um, also, I have it pulled up. And it's just too blurry. I can't actually see the byline. But if we... Look at that picture. (laughs) 
Like, I feel like we should be able to see the byline. Yeah, that is a weird picture. (laughs) We'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. Uh, Great. But yeah, Um, so we left off in the middle of a a game against UCLA. Another college basketball powerhouse. The Pac-10. It's weird to say. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we left off. I think we're going to be back with a special guest. I think we are. Yeah. 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 I'm down. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, Graham, I know you have to leave because uh, it's getting late, but we're going to be back with a special guest. This has been segment one Yeah, in the books. See you soon. Sports. Okay. Hey, we're uh, actually back. We don't have a special guest. We don't have a special guest. They didn't show up. They didn't show up. But, Graham, you had... Can I say who it was supposed to be? Yeah. Bill Belichick. It was oh, supposed man. to be Bill Belichick. He yeah, flew from he flew here. He was supposed to fly here from Minneapolis yeah. and give us his last Shut us up pre Super Bowl. But oh, it was well, it was Marine dog bite maybe that yeah there. yeah it was dog gate yeah we had his him. word he'd show up and I'm surprised he's not here. He he came the to Super my dad yeah three days from now four days come on well he's basically an uncle to me I don't know if you knew that oh wow no but I figured he was the official we have a. Um, we have a sports podcast. I'm not sure how that didn't come up before, oh, well, Andy. He was the officiant at my parents' wedding. Wow. He's basically... Bill Belichick. Yeah. The Bill Belichick. The Bill Belichick. The Bill Belichick. He's wow. a sweetheart. Interesting. And I just figured it would be like a really good thing for the podcast to have him on, and he agreed to do it. He was like, yeah, we'll give you our last interview before the Super Bowl. And did, did he wear a hoodie to the wedding? He did. Uh, it was a tuxedo hoodie, like a tuxedo oh, t-shirt, wow. but it was a hoodie. Were they, were Ripped the off arms, sleeves? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that man knows fashion. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm st- sorry. Maybe some other time. Some we'll other get time. Him. Yeah. Graham, I get it. His quarterback got bit by a dog. Yeah. yeah. Graham, you said you had a question. Though. Yeah. Okay. So yay or nay, do you participate in uh, Super Bowl squares? I not this year. I have in the past, though. Mm-mm. I I don't think I ever have. No. Yeah, it seems kind of like the poor man's, you know, betting thing yeah. to do. You know, and I'm, I mean, I understand it's a way to get everybody involved. Yeah, but. I'm not a big gambler. The only ga- gambling adjacent thing I do is fantasy college fantasy football. Uh, college fantasy football. That's all I do. I don't yeah. bet yeah. or anything. Else. I had this friend. Uh, he actually he graduated from Michigan. He's a lawyer and he's super smart. And he would come up with this thing every year for the Super well, Bowl. Well, he graduated from Michigan, well, exactly. so of course he is. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you you would like predict like basically all these different things about the Super Bowl. So it'd be like who scores the first touchdown, like who's going to have the most receiving yards, like who, and then like whoever got the most right at the end, uh, you know, won money or whatever. Yeah. So like that well, kind of fun. thing was cool because yeah. there was more stuff to get in besides like people waiting for the score. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's it's like there's, no, yeah. there's no skill in knowing that it's going to end, like the score is going to end in a three or whatever squares yeah. is. It kind of ruins Super Bowl watch parties for me because now you got, it's like the people that participate in fantasy that are like cheering like, oh, this guy's on my fantasy team. Because yeah. right. now like towards the end of the quarters or even the end of the game is when it's the worst. People are like, oh, like kick a yeah. field goal. Or kick like, a field goal. Like, Don't. Yeah. And it's like field that has nothing to do with the actual goal. game. You know? yeah. Oh. yeah. I will say it was exciting one year because my mom won. Um, a big screen TV. Oh wow! Like she won the whatever. What? I guess it was the final from game her score. Or something? Uh, from work, like what? yeah, That's that was crazy. the prize, and it was like coming down to it. And what was really weird is that my dad and I did the math, and something crazy had to happen. I forget which Super Bowl it was, but like it was like, well, if this happens, 
And then this happens like an onside kick or something or an extra point or um, like a two point conversion. I don't know. Something wow. weird like that. And it was like, well, if all this stuff and then the first thing happened, it was like, well, but then and then the next one happened. Then it happened. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you just want a big screen TV. It's awesome. pretty cool. Well, now, especially with but, the, the extra point being moved back too, it's not always automatic that yeah, the score yeah. could be a six. That or seven. has actually had an effect on the game, which yeah. is crazy. Um, I in my senior year of college, we got a whole pig for our Super Bowl party. Nice. That's the like most blowout I've ever done. We the only place we could find was a Korean barbecue place in Troy. That would sell us a whole barbecued pig, and so we like we uh you know those like super sub packet pack things that are like this big long cardboard tube. Yeah, that's what it came in. <laughs> and we went to pick it up, and the guy like stabbed it with this huge knife and and ripped it open. And we're like, yeah, okay, looks looks cooked. We just had this fucking. Jesus. You took him at his word. We just had this fucking pig at our at our apartment. Um. And uh, was not great <laughs> to be oh, honest. Geez. Yeah, it was. Uh, it had the consist. It was just like really fatty. The whole thing was just yeah. super fatty. Yeah. I would not recommend uh, getting a whole pig from a Korean barbecue place. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. This time though, we are signing off. Yeah. Uh, and Uncle Bill, if you're out there, I hope you're safe and good luck yeah. on Sunday. And I love you. And tell your friends that i'm hoping for the best yeah and uh i'm looking forward to you giving me another super bowl ring yeah I, also he's i've gotten a super bowl ring for everyone he's won oh wow mm. that's really wow. nice yes yeah yeah, nice. yeah yeah I mean, we, we can talk about it later. yeah yeah we can take uh also one more time though thanks again graham yeah. leslie for being on our Absolutely. podcast thank you thank, thank you for, for having for me listening yeah yeah yeah. We appreciate it. Yes, an actual fan it's been yes. fun to have yeah. thoughts I, now having been on one yeah i had to donate a specific amount of money to a charity in order to have this guest <laughs> yeah. to sit in this guest chair. So yeah. the Martin Andy fun. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're happy charity. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thank you. Well, now that um, you've been through one, will you continue to listen or have we nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> the curtain has been pulled back yeah, and it's we are just good. an old white man. <laughs> it is not the wizard of Oz. Man, you guys look a lot different than, <laughs> yeah. than I thought. <laughs> um, all right, let's sing our way out of this one. This has been fumbling around.